I mean, I would go on PUFU podcast. I'd be like, hey, y'all up in that PUFU podcast, why don't you tell me what to do up in this bitch? <laughs> and I'd tell them, you know what, I'll say, it. well, thanks for calling there, Cletus. Why don't we ask Hoss over here? And Hoss will give you an answer. Jeremiah's inner DeWitt is coming out. True that. I'm, where y'all from? I'm from Plainwell. Give me another chart. I'm missing a tooth. He's only had one high life, ladies and gentlemen, and he's off his rocker already. That's how we roll. Hey, player. Hey. hey. Episode 38. We're back. It's Jeremiah. It's my buddy. Hey, Hoss. Cheers hey. to the high life. High got, life it is. We got one more episode of the high life. We're going to move on to something different and more tasty. Wait. Are we going to break out the Jeremiah pig tonight? Uh, potentially, but I think we actually going to go first with the uh, OD sponsored gift. What did OD bring you? He brought me a little tasty sacrament. But what is it? You're going to wait. I'm going to wait. Okay. Gonna T- wait, player. Typical Jeremiah. That's right. Typical Jeremiah. Holding back. Holding out That's on right. Hoss. That's right. Let's uh let's kick <laughs> off with some sponsors. Some sponsor love. OD, Brandon O'Driscoll, Treadstone Funding, the uh I would say Mighty Forager, but Hoss scolded me in episode number thirty seven. You have to say the, the Forager. forager. The mighty they can't Google the Mighty Forager because they only won't find it. And Stark's Law. And Stark's Law. Are you let me ask you a legitimate question. Go on. Do you know the difference? you know, in, in technically in the United States uh, there are only bison. The actual buffalo is more centered around a water buffalo, which is actually, in an, you know, we don't have those here. Just this one to give you a heads up. So a bison is not a buffalo. Technically, they're two and different. A buffalo is not a bison. Technically, they're, they're two different things. What we have here in the United States is a bison. Why are we talking about this? Just cause, because of Dale Sprick and Associates. And oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to get that out of the way. I thought because we were talking about Joe Rogan the other day, and Joe Rogan likes to eat bison. Yeah, because the it's bison diet. burger. Yeah, bison yeah. burger. Yeah, the old the old Rogan. Well, I mean, that's a nice little uh, nice little wildlife tidbit there. Player. I think people need to know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Excellent. why wouldn't you want to know that, right? Excellent. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just kind of goes. We got to add more value. And just, I mean, obviously, um, the POFU journey needs to be more fulfilled. And maybe more of their life journey based upon um, eating bison or and knowing the difference between a buffalo and a and a bison. Yeah. Subject change. Let's go. I think I think it's worth mentioning to the audience that we are recording in a new podcast studio today. Oh yeah, we definitely raised the bar a little bit here. We have a dedicated studio here at one one six four. We are upgrading. Upgrade. We have we have a full time position location at the uh, the muddy studio. You know, it's very rustic down here in the new studio. We got kind of an old like. You know, ski lodge feel down here. The cabiny feel with a lot of workout nice. equipment. Yeah, I got bikes. Uh, we got weights, squat racks. We've got uh, we got TVs. Oh yeah, we got my trainer down we here. Got we trainers. Got, we got uh, a rowing machine. Oh damn it, definitely have that. Yeah. So new studio, folks. We're hoping the audio is only slightly improved. The biggest improvement is we won't have the bug in the background uh, clanging and banging pots why and pans why together you, why while you, we're recording. Why don't you also tell them who else we have with us tonight? Right there on the wall. Is that Lance? That sure is Lance Armstrong. Dude, I can't. I have no respect for Lance anymore. If I, if, you know, it was diminished lately, but I watched a documentary on him recently. And? What an ass, man. Straight up asshole. Because he smashed her. He, he, ru- he ruined other people. He ruined people right. on the bike because he was doping like a madman. I mean, so was everybody else. And then he eventually. just, personally, he ruined people's reputations because he was a liar. Uh, it's because they combated him and he had to destroy them to make himself look good. And he succeeded in a lot of those. Yes, he did. 
Yeah, who was the former Tudor France? Greg Lamont. Lamont called him out, yeah, and some yeah. stuff. Uh, there's there are some others as you look deeper down in there that he really he really got after. Yeah, a lot of his teammates yeah. actually. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jerry. So we're back for episode thirty-eight. 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 We had a couple of listeners. Yeah, we got some listener feedback. So some I'll, I'll just I'll I'll read the questions to you, House. If you're ready. Yeah. So the first question, House, if you don't mind, I'll I'll just kick it off, and I, I'm a, I'm gonna just let it be a little MC tonight. I know you're passionate about these things. Yes. So first and foremost. Should I use a home Aculana credit to do a home improvement project? That was that was A. And then I go to B and then maybe we'll we'll keep them separate in a minute here. The second one was should I refi at a higher rate to remove PMI? Mm. Well, let's tackle both of these individually. Hey, I want to add one little tidbit. I was driving by a sign the other day on one thirty one here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I passed a sign that said for a consumers credit union. It said zero down was zero PMI. That sounds like a great deal. I would be very curious to know the fine print on that. I, I'm is sure that it's going to be a really high interest rate. It's got to be. I mean, something's got to give. But isn't that what got us in our financial crisis a few years ago? It sure was. Wow. Kind of surprised that happened. 2008. Yeah. Yeah, a, lot, a little too much of that. It doesn't take much for people to get underwater. Yeah, so so I'd, me, I'd really like to know the fine print on that. Yeah, I'm sure it's a rate hike. It probably has to be a paper, has to be whatever. Good luck finding the house to go with that, but that's okay. Yeah. So let me repeat the question first and foremost, Hoss. Should I use a home Aculana credit for a home improvement project? Hoss, take us away. Well, Jerry, here's the deal. As with anything, oh, there's, oh, a little, there's a little gray area. You hesitated like you're pontificating, but I go ahead. I am pontificating. So uh, under most circumstances, I would say, let me start over. Rewind. I would say if the home improvement project is something that is of dire necessity, meaning if you've got a part of your house that is crumbling, uh, you know, foundation issue, roof problem, water infiltration, something that absolutely needs to be fixed, then yes, I would say that's appropriate. The other way that I would say that it would be okay to do is if you actually are, if you're doing something to either increased square footage that you need let's say for example you're remodeling a bedroom or if you need an additional bedroom in your house maybe you're turning your attic or something into a bedroom and you need that because you have too many kids in the house something like that if there's space that you need that using the HELOC is going to allow you to create that space or make a certain space livable then I would say yes go for it the other part of this equation is, is how long are you going to be in your house let me throw a monkey wrench at you a little bit. I hear what you're saying, like egress windows and increasing square footage and yada, yada, yada. But I would, I would challenge you, Mr. Blake, based upon the current value of homes, that's just so crazily high, right? Couldn't you add more value with saying a $20,000 investment could add a fifty or $60,000 uh, adder onto your home in value? It could potentially. But then how are you going to get access to that money? Can I refi? Uh, well, you already have a HELOC on your house. Yep. Yes. So you're going to put 20 grand in to hope, hope that your value goes up another 50 and then reassess your HELOC. I suppose that would be appropriate. It's probably not a bad idea. Potentially. But, we, but you're going to, you're going to want to work off some data on that. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's meaning uh, you need to get a, get a real estate agent to run you some comps to say, Hey, I've got a two bedroom house. If I turn this into a three bedroom house, how much it, extra value am I going to realize? I think best case scenario, you know, unless you're doing a major renovation or unless you bought a real hole, 
that needs a lot of fixing up, it's it's probably going to be more on a dollar for dollar. Like you put 20 grand into it, maybe you're going to increase the value 20 grand, something like that. But there's a lot of nuance to that discussion. But I guess my point was is if you're going to be in the house for a while and if you don't need the space or if it's a kitchen that works fine and you don't need to remodel your kitchen, if you're just doing it because you want a little nicer kitchen, then no, don't use that money for that. I would use the money from a HELOC either to invest in real estate or probably not invest in index funds. But that's where I would rather see that money go. Okay. So you're saying invest before you spend. Oh, you've heard that before. Yes. By using that leverage. Though. I think that's the that's probably where I'm trying to go with that conversation is make sure you are able to delineate between a need and a want. Okay. Okay. Do you need the extra square footage because you got a lot of kids because your house is, you're bursting at the seams? I don't know. And it's not just necessarily extra square footage, right? Or do you want it? If it's a want, then I would say no. Okay. Let me rephrase the question. Would you use your utilize your HELOC, your home Atlanta credit, to buy a new Trek Damani with disc brakes? I mean, that is that not... That would probably be the exception. Right. That is not really a want. That's kind of a need, You know, I'm changing my whole answer. If you're using your HELOC to buy bikes, it's okay. Right. You get the right. POFU seal of approval. Right, right. I mean, then you got to treat yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. No, no bikes. Okay. No wants. Golly. Or excuse me, no needs. Buzz. No kill. wants. Mr. Buzzkill over here. Yeah. So I think so. So summarize so that for us. Every situation is different, Jerry. But I think if it's a want, then no. If it's a need, then yes. So I think what I heard you say, Hoss, and maybe I can you can say yes or no to this. What I heard you say was just write us an email at uh, pofupodcast.gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And we can help you with that answer. Sure. Because that's kind of what, some of the stuff is situational. Sure. And I think that we can uh, we can help you with that answer. And I think that we will help you with that answer. Another, for example, situational. That's right. What you were talking about, if you could throw X amount in to increase value of your house, to say if you can throw in 20 to increase the value 40, because you're about ready to sell the house, right. I think that'd probably be a great move. Right. Because then all you're going to get that money right back if you're going to sell it. Right. I agree. I agree. That type of situation. You know, I was. I just want to give one more shout out as we're going through this because we actually got a uh, one of our, our teammates at the, uh, the EOT. We got a meeting coming up here in the next couple of weeks with a one uh, Carl Ten Menzies. He's asking questions and wants to meet with us and talk about opportunities for the POFU. We're looking forward to meet with Carl. Carl, shout yes. out. And uh, Carl... Uh, you've been uh, thrown into the bus here, kind of. If we don't have that meeting, we're just going to keep verbally <laughs> assaulting you on our, on our podcast that you did not schedule the meeting with us, and uh, that's how it's going to be. Make it happen, Carl. Let's talk. All right. Let's go Jeremiah, to s- Jeremiah's buying coffees. That's right. Let's go to the second phase of this. Second question. Would you refinance to remove PMI at a higher rate? This one's kind of intuitive to me, but we'll see what Haas says. Well, I think the short answer is if... At the end of the day, if you end up with the same or lower payment, then yes, do it. Okay. One thing we didn't really research, is PMI tax deductible? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't think it is for some odd reason. I don't know why. I just don't feel like it's tax deductible. Actually, I think I need to redo my answer to that question too because if you end up with the same payment but you have a higher interest rate, you're going to end up paying more interest over the life of the loan. So maybe that's not the way to go. I think I think we answered the question to one of our, our compadres. And let, what, let, what did you tell him? Let's hold on. Let's uh, 
let's set this up a little bit. So go on. A good friend of ours who bought a house probably last year, who at the time when he bought the house, I was like, holy cow, he's paying a lot of money for that house. However, in the last year, the houses all around his house have sold for even more. And so now he's looking like his purchase is actually a really smart move. And so the point is, is there are so many comps around him that if he were to get an appraisal on his house, he put less than 20% down when he bought the house. I think he put like three or 5% down. But if he were to get an appraisal on his house now, it is very likely that he would have, the value of his house would come back so that he now has 20% or more in equity. And when you have more than 20%, that is the time when you can eliminate your PMI. The alternative, if you couldn't eliminate your PMI just from an appraisal, would it make sense to refinance your mortgage and maybe potentially have to put a little bit more down to make sure you get that 20% equity? Would it be worth that to refi at today's higher interest rates versus probably you know, 3% around there was when he bought versus today's, where, where are we at now, around 5 now? Yeah, if not more. Would it, would it make sense to eliminate PMI that way? And I think it basically boils down to the numbers, that if you can refi at a higher interest rate. So in 2021, I want to make sure it's clear that PMI was tax deductible in 2021. Excellent. So the, S- but it looks the tax like, benefit. But it looks like in 2022 and such, it, I think is up for debate almost like, they're almost like government or whatever is. So whether it's it. tax deductible in 2022 is TBD. Yes, correct. All right. What do you think, Jerry? Well, I think it's uh, it's interesting discussion. I mean, it's all about math for me. It's just a simple math calculation to say, okay, if I can, you know, if I can increase on a 30-year note, how much more is it, right? Um, from a, you know, what I'm depending on what I'm at, right? If I'm at a four percent going to a five, and uh, it's like fifty bucks a month uh, more, but PMI was 80 bucks or 90 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it may be. It's just simple decision-making matrix for me. Um, that may include the cost of a refi, though. But with that in mind, though, what did what did we tell uh, our compadre to do? Did you say that? Sorry, I had my head in my ass. Oh, so his particular situation where he's got so many comps around him where he almost guaranteed will have 20% equity now, we told him to call the bank and ask him if we could uh, get a refi. Which makes sense. Or excuse to me. me, not a refi, a uh, an appraisal. Or what would it take to prove to the bank that he has twenty percent equity now? Some of these banks they have their own in-house software that would eliminate the need for an appraisal. Some of them do. Some of them use. I mean, they don't use Zillow, but they use something like a Zillow type software to determine values. I mean, the other thing to do is what we suggested was if he was thinking about getting a HELOC on his house throughout that process of getting a HELOC, uh, an appraisal is going to be a part of that usually. And so a lot of these, uh, you know, I know Huntington around here will pay for your appraisal when you get a HELOC on the house. So uh, what what we were looking for was an avenue to get the PMI removed without having to spend any money to do it. Right. I think that's the worst case scenario was that a bank may require an appraisal to get that done. Uh, But, you know, if it's a $400 appraisal and you're paying 150 a month in, in PMI, well, you know, three and a half months later that right. you've, uh, you just made all your money back. A lot of times you can just do a, a drive by too, and it's even cheaper and quicker and get it done. Yeah. So a lot of options there. Yeah. I think the moral of the story on that one is, uh, yeah, find the lead path, of least resistance, make a call to your bank. That's a, that's a free call. Look at who your mortgage, your lender is, make, call them up, ask them what we can do and ask them to work out a solution. That's the best way to do it. Uh, what we find a lot of people do 
that don't know the answers to these questions is they just sit on their hands and they don't do anything. Right. And they continue to pay whatever a month they have in their PMI. And what's the worst thing that could happen if you call the bank they and say, say no. hey, here's the situation and I think I have an opportunity to eliminate my PMI? What's the worst thing that they can say? Uh, uh, sorry, Mr. Blake. Uh, uh, we can't help you. Right. The worst thing they can say is no. Right. And how but much does that cost you? Zero. That's right. It costs you maybe five minutes. But even if they say no, that doesn't mean it's a hard no. There are still other ways to, to go about that. So Then you just ask them, hey, how do, then help me with a solution. Challenge right. challenge them. They're the experts. Challenge them to figure it out. You know what I would do? Go on. I called Jeremiah. I mean, I would go on PUFU Podcast. I'd be like, hey, y'all up in that PUFU Podcast, why don't you tell me what to do up in this bitch? <laughs> and I'd tell them, you know what? I'll say, well, thanks for calling there, Cletus. Why don't we ask Hoss over here? And Hoss will give you an answer. Jeremiah's inner DeWitt is coming out. True that. I'm, where y'all from? I'm from Plainwell. Give me another chart. I'm missing a tooth. He's only had one high life, ladies and gentlemen, and he's off his rocker already. That's how we roll. And I think that makes it a good time to wrap up this episode. So we want to thank the individuals that sent in the questions. Thank you. Gave us something to talk about today. Right. But we'll be right back at you with another one coming up. Episode 38. Locked up. Later. Later.